moved out to LA to go to grad school actually and awesome. got my MBA. Awesome. So uh, not the typical post MBA career path. I actually I worked yeah. um, at Facebook for a little bit oh, and I got cool. you know I was kind of deciding whether I wanted to go back and work for Facebook full time after school or right. you know work I was you know working in tech and entrepreneurship and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And I met this woman Talia who founded Three Day Rule and we just hit it off immediately. And awesome. she said come be a matchmaker for me and help grow the business and that's what I did so you know it's funny I it was like this strange moment in my life where I was like I'm just gonna go be a matchmaker and you know screw all the rules and what I'm supposed to do with my life yeah Um, and it was the best decision I ever made um all of the matchmakers that we hire have never been matchmakers before but they are natural connectors sure I've been setting up my friends my whole life um, yeah. My friends come to me for advice. Like, they always say, Kate, what do I text this guy back? And totally. so all of those things kind of came together. And I was like, I'm just going to try this. And yeah. it ended up being the most fun job I've ever had. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the business is like, totally taken off since since we started and um, yeah, it's been kind of a crazy ride. Amazing. Well, that sounds great. Um, well, okay, so another question that I have just generally about sort of matchmaking, but this is also... Just dating kind of in general, because I'm trying to figure out what questions could my listeners sort of benefit from without, you know, exploiting your expertise too much. So, of course, if you, um, you know, if there's you, no I don't want to, like, I'll tell you, give away all the <laughs> yeah. But basically, I'm just curious about how you at 3 Day Rule, or even just, you know, for your friends, just in the world, um, like, how do you sort of visualize or work on compatibility mm-hmm. is there sort of a formula that you have or do you like how do you, how do you yeah work for you? great question I, I think it's really an art and a science yeah um so just so you guys know a little bit about how three-day rule works because it'll speak yeah. to philosophy so three-day rule is in-person matchmaking that's okay. tech enabled so what that means is so there's kind of there's kind of like these old school matchmakers that are in the back of the airplane magazines and things like that and they're very like right. mom and pop and I think you'd like this person. It's kind of like right. an intuition thing. And then there's all of these dating apps and, right. you know, the big company, the big dating companies, and they have their algorithms. And so we're kind of a hybrid of those. Um, yeah. We use the same technology that, you know, all the apps have. We have matching mm-hmm. algorithms. We have an awesome facial recognition technology that'll, like, Whoa. take what? pictures of your exes, put it, like, read what you're attracted to physically and spit out people in our database. Oh, my God. It's that's so, so strange. It's so weird, but it's it works like sure. they did it with me and I was like oh my god this actually works I like all of these guys are so hard. oh my god that's crazy so, so we use that technology and yeah. then we go meet so then we filter down so maybe you know we put all your criteria put it in all that stuff mm-hmm. and then it filters out maybe 50 people that meet those criteria and then yeah. we go meet them in person oh, so nice. we sit down with everybody in person we vet them we like ask an hour's worth of questions we ask them yeah. you know do you know what are you attracted to do you want to raise your kids Jewish like right. all the hard questions totally. um and so it's so almost like a pre it's a vetting yeah totally so it's like you're doing the pre-date Basically, for your clients our jobs are to go on everyone's bad tinder first dates for them <laughs> And then send them a good one, so they only go on like good second dates. Nice. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. what we do. So, so I mean, I'd say our philosophy is really like you have like I think technology can get you eighty percent of the way there. I think mm-hmm. I'm a tech nerd. Like I love like dating algorithms and yeah. getting into that. And I think OkCupid's okay, done some really interesting data around it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that last twenty percent, like you, you've been on enough online dates probably where you know that mm-hmm. you could, everybody could look amazing on paper and then you sit down and it either works or it doesn't. And so totally. we get you maybe like 95% away there. Like That's there's pretty far. There's yeah. no guarantee, obviously. And sometimes people, sure. you'll set someone up and they'll be like, oh, what were you thinking? But yeah. So it's part hunch and right. part intuition and then part science. Yeah. That sounds like a great combination. Um, so, okay, let's see what are my other questions here. Um... Oh, well, I guess this is sort of about what we were just speaking about in terms of sort of finding out what people are looking for, you know, sort of from their partners. And I guess I'm just wondering if you, in your experience, um, have found it difficult if sometimes people don't necessarily know what they're looking for. And it almost sounds like you've you, you've solved a little bit of that in terms of finding algorithms, in terms of looking at maybe what yeah. the look like or different sort of qualities. But I guess, you know, a lot of the times I feel like people – don't know what they're looking for and so mm-hmm. it's hard to sort of even find that yeah person, I, I so. think it's more that people think they know mm-hmm. but they have no idea it's like right. thing. um yeah. they you know it's funny i think guys come to us guys come to us and they're looking for three things right yeah 
guys are much more straightforward. Right. Um, they're looking for somebody that's attractive. Oh, what are the top things? Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> these are the three for guys. Uh, attractive to them, and that could be to different. Them, like guys right. have different oh, tastes. Well, like there's no yeah. universal. Right. Um, number two is like nurturing, kind. Mm-hmm. Could see her as the mother of my children. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to be you know heteronormative here, but this is sure. Yeah. Um, and then uh, third is. Uh, I mean, it's basically like, is she interested in something? Um, yeah, and the brain of some kind. Sort of. Like, it's funny because women will care if he has an MBA or he's a surgeon. Like, they care right. what he does yeah. and like that he's ambitious. But men yeah. really just want a woman who's passionate about whatever it is she's passionate about. So she right. could be a Pilates instructor and, and she's really passionate. And people are passionate about. Like, he doesn't care yeah. if she's. And this is, you know, complete, you know, stereotypes and like. But this is kind of like a general observation we've seen. Yeah. So those are kind of the three things that guys will come to us with. And then women will come to us with a list of 50 things. It's <laughs> say <laughs> good teeth, you know, good hair, oh you know, yeah. his, his, the, his dad on the mother's side is embalming. You know, it's yeah. like all of these yeah. things that are so, you know, I had a client one time who had to have someone who was over 6'2", who has blue right. eyes, and yeah. who makes over $500,000 a year. And I was like, that person does not exist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I found two of them two of for them. her. Well, Wow. Uh, but yeah, she ended up with somebody totally different, totally right? Different. You yeah. know, so I think people have these ideas of what they want in their head. A lot mm. of it is physical. A lot of it's like financial or, or those types of things. Yeah. And then the person they end up with is night and day. Yeah. So, and I mean, that's good. You know, that's taught me a lot, I think, mm-hmm. as well, kind of about, you know, what, what I'm looking for and, and what my clients are actually going to end up with. So yeah. sometimes the hardest part of the job is kind of talking to them about, you know why they're wrong yeah actually or and sort of like yeah i'm covering the process because like, i think that is the thing mm-hmm. is that a lot of people don't think of it as a process as much as it, it can is. be you it's know definitely sometimes a you date and it's you have a bad date or an experience where you find someone who you really just mm-hmm. don't respond well to but that also is information that you can then use mm-hmm. you know? so if you view it as a process yeah it's, i think a little bit more manageable it is it's iterative that's what we always say yeah um yeah it's funny i think you know, one of the advantages of being a matchmaker is that, you know, every time you date somebody, you learn a lesson. You say, oh, I don't right. want to, you know, I really need someone who's kind or I really need right. someone who's more ambitious, whatever it is. I've, wit- you know, I've had so many clients and witnessed so many people go through those learning lessons that I feel like yeah. I've lived 20 lives right. and <laughs> I've gotten to benefit from all of that kind of aggregate knowledge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so yeah, I think like, you know, matchmakers see so many mistakes being made and so many success stories. So we, yeah. we see kind of like what works and what doesn't and, um, it might not be what you expect because yeah. you just haven't seen it as much. Totally. That makes perfect sense. Um, let's see. That question I'm going to kind of skip because it's pretty similar to what we just talked about. Oh, this is a good question. Um, <laughs> very self-congratulatory this morning. But I was just curious, how long is there sort of a time range that you sort of tell people to expect mm. in terms of finding a successful match? Because I feel like people get discouraged really fast sure. or, you know, they feel like they've been at it by themselves for a long mm-hmm. time. And so they're kind of looking for like a quick Sure. Success, everybody wants. Everybody says, "Okay, I'm going to pay for a matchmaker, and I want it. Yeah, I want it right away." Um, we work with people for either three months or six month kind mm-hmm. of packages. Uh-huh. Um, I always tell people to do the six month because yeah, it is iterative. Like I'll set you up with somebody, and you'll say, "Hey, Kate, I like that person, but I want someone who's you know makes me laugh a little more." And then right. I find somebody who meets that criteria. So, right. you know, it's not clear cut and I think yeah. the more time you have the better it gets yeah totally. um on the other hand I think sometimes people are always like looking for the next best thing so they're like okay well I still have five more matches so. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I mean yeah. you know after six months people will sign on again mm-hmm. um because you know the people that really like working with us are like this is a much better experience than doing it on my own and yeah we really just save people time you know yeah you can go on as many you can go on 20 bad first dates and maybe you know maybe mm-hmm. one of them was worth your time or we could just save you all that time right and have sent you that one person right well, I was just curious. This question just came up. It's not on my list here. But um, but I guess at Three Day Rule, where you work, just in case people are just tuning in, um, do you have any rules for if a client does something on a date that is, like, outside of the – like, do you have rules that you're not allowed to, I don't know, have – Four cocktails on a date, or, you know, like do you have any specifics? That yeah, like Patty Stinger. Yeah, <laughs> we uh, we don't have rules. Yeah. You know, I don't. It's not like a 
club. I think people are grown-ups, but we do, you know, but one of the other benefits, which is kind of intimidating, is that yeah. we can give people feedback. So we talk oh, right. to both parties after a date. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, you go on a date and, like, we hear from the people we set you up with that, you know, you were rude to the waiter mm-hmm. repeatedly, right. then we can say, hey, we heard this you know, this comment, maybe it's something you should be aware of because it's turning off all the girls you take out. Um, And so it's actually like, that's a tough conversation for us to have, but I think it's insanely beneficial. Yeah. So it's not really rules. I think we kind of learn as we go with each individual person has their own challenges and um, we don't try to change people. You know, I think there's no like, you need to do this or you need to do that. It's not. It's compatibility. It's not being a perfect person. Yeah. There's no perfect people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, There's someone for everybody. I think we're all kind of like, hopeless semantics who are trying to guide people in the right direction <laughs> <laughs> yeah um that's yeah but awesome. no no like rules because i think you know we want to be supportive yeah totally um i'm curious if you like if you ever stay in touch with people after making a successful match or sort of like follow up with them oh, yeah you know, i'm just curious because that's a part of me just oh like, yeah of curious course. about my friends' relationships is i'm always like oh, i'm such a busybody like how involved you know yeah, yeah i mean you know we get invited to weddings oh, um yeah we've been around for a few years now so we get you know baby announcements and we're always in the loop and yeah i think it's really important to celebrate successes just in love and yeah. And also everybody talks about the failures in love and like bad, right. you know, Tinder nightmares and bad first dates and all this stuff. Yeah. But there's, there's a lot of really good love stories going on around the world. Yeah. So people still get married and yeah. each other out there. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, you know, and we also see success as like, it's not just like, hey, we found this person and we set them up and they got married and had babies. Like mm-hmm. sometimes we'll work with a client and they might not find somebody with us during that, you know, three month period, for instance, but they'll come back in a, I've had people come back to me in a year and say, you know, mm-hmm. I had no idea what was happening at the time, but you really changed my perspective and you yeah. helped oh, me grow. Awesome. Yeah. And I see that as a huge success because totally. then, then they say like a year later, I found somebody on my own using everything you taught me and I never would have been open to this person because I wanted someone over six too. you know, right. you like talk me off the <laughs> ledge. $500,000 sure. a year yeah. and yeah. had a doctorate. Yeah, and that, exactly. That yeah. And good teeth. And good teeth. Oh yeah, good teeth. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. It's, it's yeah. really, there's a couple of <laughs> funny, I have like a lot of funny dating stats, but one yeah. is that um, I think this is from Zeus, or maybe from OkCupid, okay, but there's a stat that says, like, what are the most important things you look for in a person yeah. um, when you're online dating? Mm-hmm. And uh, number one is good grammar. And number two, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and everyone's totally. like, you know, they have to use your and your right and all that in their dating profile. Right. Number two is hygiene. So that was like, okay. be very careful about using your and your because apparently that's more important than, uh, than hygiene, than hygiene yeah. in dating these days. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, I think that's just kind of a, a funny online thing. But, yeah, totally. But yeah, that's that really got me funny. No, that's really funny. Um, well, okay, this is another question about sort of like, um, you know, matches that you've made but just curious about any interesting stories that you've ever had from either like successful dates or possibly stories that are uh, I mean it's gone wrong I have like a lot of crazy stories yeah I mean we I mean you know most of what like a lot of what we do is just people saying dumb things on first dates Uh, and like trying to correct that so we people just get nervous yeah the thing is like we have a running uh, list yeah. of stupid things people say on first dates. It's like, yeah. oh, no. it's part learning tool, part just like Google Doc that we laugh at. Yeah. Oh, no. um, but yeah, I mean, it's funny. Like, I think a lot of women, we work with women a lot in their 30s, like later 30s too, and they'll go yeah. on a first date and say to a guy, uh, hey, you know, it's nice to meet you. Are you looking to have children? You know, like, or <laughs> like, do you have yeah. your eggs frozen? You know, oh like God. people ask things that are just so inappropriate That's for so the inappropriate. first date. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh, you just sabotaged yourself. That's so bad. Which is like, I understand that people want to know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like they're valid questions. Yeah. Um, But I think it just scares people off a lot. So, yeah. yeah. That would terrify me. Even if I wanted to, you know, yeah, get married and have babies, if the guy was like, so, you're looking at, I, like, I would even, I don't know, I think there's yeah. a stereotype that it's a reverse kind of thing where it would scare a man off, but I would also be terrified exactly. if I to with a man and they exactly. ask me that. Exactly. horrible question. Yeah. It's yeah. funny, guys, I think, like, when they're ready to find the one, they're, like, yeah. really in it, you know? <laughs> yeah. They're, like, we're going to do this. So, like, yeah, that happens, too. They're, yeah. They can be a little off-putting. Totally. But that seems so helpful, though. I mean, I feel like I could benefit from that. And, every, you know, just having someone to give you feedback after a date 
and have that sort of inside track yeah. of hearing from the other person. You know, like if you have two clients and then you get to talk to them both separately, yeah. sort of hearing how you appeared on the date objectively seems enormously helpful. It's so, so helpful. Like it's I like a performance that. evaluation at yeah, work. Totally. But yeah. in date form. Right. And people don't really talk about it. But yeah. yeah, you can get better. I mean, everybody's like nervous on a first date, so yeah. that's understandable. But, totally. you know, maybe you're just like, you know, doing something so fixable, like, right. you know, not being nice to the waiter. Like, that's right. like, totally. that's probably just like a nervous affectation for most people. Right trying to look cool or something yeah well actually that was another one of my questions which was like down here somewhere but just yeah how do you like do you have any ways to help people i'm sure there are certain barriers that people have you know i know sometimes if i'm nervous i'll either be overly talkative talkative mm-hmm. or over, you know quiet and shy you know it just depends on the situation but do you have tips for people who maybe have had a certain barrier in dating or i mean a common one for men um you know, is it's difficult for them to ask women out if they're mm-hmm. heterosexual or just, you know, talking to women can be intimate, you know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Are there certain things? I guess you're, you don't have the barrier of having to go up to someone in person. We but so like, how do you kind of work with trying to have, like, help people overcome their fears of dating? So we go up to people a lot. So even in matchmaker training, we do, yeah. like, role-playing scenarios how do you go up to this group of really good-looking men how do you go up to this group of good-looking women yeah and so we're kind of like always on the hunt like our matchmakers are scouting day and night like they go to a tech mixers they go to the real estate conference like they meet everybody everywhere trying to find matches for their clients yeah um and they can tailor it like if they want someone who's into yoga and spirituality they're like Mm -hmm. handing out their business card mid downward facing dog yeah (laughs) so like they are they're like the pros at going up to people yeah so yeah we definitely work with clients on that kind of thing we even mm-hmm. do like a wing woman package like a we wing woman package? yeah that's what i could potentially for example hire you to come out with oh for sure yeah. it's it's <laughs> so fun and i mean it's basically like having like my friends love going out with me who yeah. are single because i'm like i will talk to anybody totally. and it's like i'm not i you cannot embarrass me yeah um and yeah so we, like we get to do attitude. that but we really yeah. just like we want to teach people to be like comfortable with themselves like i yeah. think the best place to meet people is like whole foods or trader joe's or yeah. places where you can just like start conversations yeah and there's no pressure of seeming like you're in that space for a specific purpose yeah and it's funny because no one talks to each other anymore in that context like standing in line at the coffee shop like I I was getting a breakfast taco this morning and I was like no one is talking to each other and (laughs) you know maybe it's because you know I'm from DC and everyone talks to each other a lot more there but I think it's just kind of like part of our culture now that people are always on their phones I know like if they just took their heads out of their phones get your head out of your apps is what my oh. <laughs> i used to do a show called the great love debate um and oh, the, the um my co-host used to be like get your head out of your apps <laughs> and uh, i did it again you know it's yeah, like people are standing in line at yeah. the coffee shop on tinder and there's a hot person and not standing next to them. right next to them it's yeah. crazy i'm like save yourself all the next steps totally yeah so. Well, I guess that's kind of like the idea behind that dating app happen. Mm-hmm. Is that one where it's yeah, like, yeah, like shows you people you cross paths with. Yeah, but it can get a little bit strange if there's someone at the coffee shop right there with yeah. you, and then they like message you. Yeah, or, yeah, or well, like you charm or whatever. Yeah, it's creepy. Like you've crossed paths with this person four hundred times, and like, okay, well, you're just my next door neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> like totally. this is getting awkward. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, I like the idea. Um, yeah. I, uh, like the thing about some of those apps, like happen anecdotally is that yeah like no one ever meets up in person you know it's like it's gamified it's fun but Mm -hmm. I think uh, and I've worked you know I've worked with a lot of dating apps I've been an advisor how what you thought what you yeah how you view online dating because I know you guys at three day rule collaborate with certain um, we do so obviously you you know yeah so match is an investor in three day rule Mm -hmm. and match owns tinder okay cupid Oh, I didn't um, know and a bunch of other sites. Yeah. Um, you know, how about we? And just like a whole assortment. Yeah. Um, the dating companies are mostly like they're owned by a few big companies. It's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pro app in general. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good supplement to right. real life. Yeah. Um, it's like, 
you know, I think it's a cool way, especially if you're shy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, going up to somebody is a challenge. I think it's a cool yeah. way to break the ice. My sister met her husband on Match. Oh. And, yeah, nice. I always, I, like, told the Match CEO that one time. And he was like, I love that story. Oh, you know, I mean, it's, awesome. so I, I believe in it. My sister is so shy. Yeah. Like, she's not like me. She's not going up to strangers for yeah. no reason. Um, <laughs> she would need to hire you for wing movement. Well, well that's probably, but, yeah. you know, like, I do that a lot. <laughs> Um, yeah, so so they met, and so I think I believe in it. I think it you totally. know, it works. There's a, a third of marriages right now in the U.S. in the past five years um, come from honest. online dating. Yeah, totally. uh, so so yeah, it, it's an interesting addition to the yeah, real life. I think that's the thing yeah. that people don't like. I think, like you said, it's a good supplement, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that the whole package of being out in the real world and talking to people yeah. when you're getting breakfast or getting coffee and getting your heads out of your apps and exactly you know, being I, on online data, all those things yeah you know. i think the challenge is you know those apps are businesses and their business right. is to get you to spend the most time on the app yeah. their business isn't to get you on dates and get you married like right. they want that i mean yeah. you know anecdotally but it's like, like a game it's like a game yeah, <laughs> totally. yeah. i mean it's gotten so it's gotten so big too there's yeah. like 3900 dating apps in the app store and wow yeah, okay. so it's it can be a yeah, little overwhelming. I tried to do a um, I guess I've got a couple more questions for you, but I tried to do a sort of review a few shows ago of some of the dating apps, oh. some of the newer ones, and there was so many specific ones. There was one that was all it was called Sizzle, and it Ooh, was and all <laughs> well, it's a it was all for bacon lovers. And oh. so you had to love bacon to be, and I think it was Less like bacon. It was, by, it was by Arby, like some restaurant company. <laughs> and I was like, this is getting a little bit out of and yeah there's ones that are a lot sort of more geared towards just having fun on it mm-hmm. and it's like you gotta match it it's like bagel and coffee or something mm-hmm. like have a bagel like yeah in the form of like this person mm-hmm. for your coffee what well, you know it's just like a daily bit you know and it's just like disposable sort of like mm-hmm. playful thing yeah which is fun but that's not always like so which were the ones yeah. that you liked of the new ones um, or the big I ones i mean i think like the sizzle one yeah it's just hilarious that's i was like I, well i I'll saw that, that. <laughs> yeah because it's, it's so stupid that it to me i think the dating it should be fun and especially online dating it should be sort of like you shouldn't take it too seriously yeah but you know be, Farmers only. be genuine yeah. <laughs> be genuine about it but like have fun with it. so i kind of was like well why not match people up if they like bacon yeah it's kind of like getting although i have to like say hobby, i'm like know. i'm like a must love bacon and yeah. i've dated seriously three vegans oh god <laughs> And it's not a requirement at all, yeah. but it's funny. Like, I was like, I'll never be able to date a vegan. And people tell me right. this all the time. I say, what are your deal breakers? And they'll be like, you know, no drugs and, right. you know, whatever, and yeah. no vegans. Like, oh, God. People who are People really hate vegans. So really I kind of feel for them. <laughs> yeah. Because I've dated some of them. But, oh, uh, so yeah, you don't want to, like, eliminate the possibilities. Yeah. But, totally. But I think mutual love for bacon could be. I think that it's a good start. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other ones, I can't even remember all the ones. There was one that was like based on, um, you know, working out and like how, like what types of sports mm-hmm. or athletic things you like to do, which again, it's all just about matching people according to sort of similar interests. Yeah. Which I think it's, it's great and it's easy and you don't have to fill out a whole profile sure. or like hundreds of questions or however many, some of like the yeah. favorite ones have a lot of questions. Um, so like that's fun, you know, and mm-hmm. also I kind of like, um, Bumble, where the um, I guess I think it's just for heterosexual dating. So I don't know how it would work. Um, yeah. Otherwise, but it's the woman has to contact the man within 24 hours after they match. Otherwise, yeah. the match goes away. So it takes away the whole like, is he gonna message me? Yeah. Or, like, am I just you know? Guys like that one too. Yeah, guys seem to like that. I think that it goes both ways. I think women kind of like it, and I think guys kind of like it to take the pressure. Yeah. Off. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, that company was started by Whitney Wolf, who's a former uh, Tinder exec. So oh, she cool. left Tinder to start that. Funny. So yeah, yeah, it's it's funny. The dating business is actually kind of this like small, small family, world. and yeah. like we all know each other. Totally. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a strange, you know, thing to be doing with your life. <laughs> yeah, totally. But it's fun. It's like so rewarding. You know, I think we all do it because it feels good at the end of the day. Yeah, and, and you're helping people. Yeah, and you're setting people up in love. Which yeah, is, like, exciting. Yeah. yeah, I was also quite um, curious about if you've ever had clients who 
sort of get angry at you or if they have really bad dates and sort of want to blow. I just feel yeah. like because it's such a sensitive like, topic. I like, like almost people burst out laughing. Just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have nice about it. And I, it is so it's sensitive. It's not your fault. You know, it's like <laughs> someone goes on a date and then they're rude to the waiter and then they want to blame you, for example. Yeah. I imagine things like that happening. Um, you know, it's a, so it's funny because it's a business relationship. They're right. paying us to help them. But on yeah. the other hand, it's it's like a very personal, emotional relationship that you're in with this person um and you talk a lot you know you have to deliver them feedback that none of their friends will deliver them you have to um you know sometimes tell them to be more open-minded or or not you know and so you know you help them like figure out what to wear for the date and so it becomes very intimate so yeah um it it is an emotional business um as a matchmaker like yeah i've had people cry at me i've had people yell at me i've had people like you know, hug me and tell me to change their life. It's like oh. a roller coaster. It definitely is. And yeah. um, some of the people who have yelled, you know, are the people who end up finding love and like they just need, yeah. you know, it is a process and, right. and we kind of need to work with them. Um, but yeah, it can be a totally emotionally draining experience because you just yeah. like, you're putting your all into helping this somebody right. and, uh, and, and they're just like, you know, they, they have to figure out that that's what your goal is. Like, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, everyone we hire as matchmakers is genuinely interested in helping people find love. And yeah. and uh, it's, like, their passion. Yeah. So. The more you talk about it, the more that I'm sold on. I want you to do it. In general. I want you to do it. I'm on board. Um, yeah, 3 Day Roll is hiring right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're in, they're in it's six so great cities. Because you, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Amazing. So they're not just in L.A. They're in D.C., yeah. Boston, New York, Chicago, San Francisco. Amazing. I'm launching in Philly right now. Amazing. So, yeah. That's so cool. But I just, I like the idea of being able to sort of because it's it's sort of like the difference between your therapist and your friend. Mm-hmm. Your friend can give you the best advice in the world, and you don't take it with the same level of seriousness mm-hmm. as you do when you're paying someone who yep. you believe to be an expert in, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you're hiring them to do. So it makes a lot of sense that um, you would be able to sort of give feedback in a way that yeah. maybe people don't want to hear right away, but that could really help them in the long run. So, For sure. Yeah, totally. Um, okay, well, let me see if I have a couple other questions, and then we've got some listener questions that we can get nice. to answering soon. Um, oh, this is just a silly question. I was just curious if you have, like, a favorite client. I don't know. I just thought yeah, I I like, if she has, like, a favorite client that she just, like, loves. I, don't I know. have so many favorite clients. Um, I'm sure you also have to kind of love yeah. all of your or, you know, we only take on clients that we think we can match. Like, yeah. if you come to me and you say, like, you know, I want something that's totally unrealistic, and I'm a, and you're a jerk to me. Like, right. I read people and you know decide if I want them to be my client because it's it is it's like a relationship, and yeah. you only take on a few clients each month, so it's like yeah, it's it's someone you want to be spending time with. So yeah, I mean, if you come to me and you're a jerk, I'm not going to take you on. But so sure. all my clients are really like yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the ones that I love are the ones that are just like receptive and open yeah. to feedback but I mean that's like just makes my life easier yeah um but yeah I mean I've had some people who are just like insanely successful like you know they run a studio or a mm-hmm. uh, CEO of a tech company comes to mind like those are the people who like you would never expect to be so sweet and kind I, I don't know yeah. it's um it's just cool to kind of go through the process with them. But yeah. Yeah. The and being able to get to know someone on such a different level, I imagine, is a really nice sort of privilege. Yeah. Know. Oh, you know so much about them. Um, yeah. I'm working on a new company right now and raising money for that startup. Um, and I reach That's out exciting. to my – yeah, it's funny. Like, my clients are, like, very supportive yeah. of that. Um, and so because they're like, you know, you did all these things for me and we believe in you and we know yeah. you can accomplish whatever you put your mind to. Totally. So um, you end up having kind of this, like, amazing network. Yeah, that's awesome. What a fun job. Um, okay, I guess last question, then we will do some listener questions. And also, if people are just tuning in um, and you want to call and get some love advice, relationship advice, sex advice, <laughs> any kind of things having to do with love, you can call us live at 213-54-LOVE0. Once again, that's 213-54-LOVE0. Or if you don't want to be on the air, you can text us a question. Um, but I guess the last question is just, is there anything, this is kind of, I feel like it's like a cheesy question, but is there anything that you learned through the process of being a matchmaker through your role that you kind of didn't expect to learn through the process or 
yeah i mean i've learned so much it's like it was it's been a life-changing experience for sure like i before i was a matchmaker i spent two years in business school yeah and i think i learned way more as a matchmaker (laughs) yeah um just you know practical knowledge uh yeah i mean i think the biggest takeaway was just that i had in my head what i thought i knew i wanted in somebody Mm. um and kept dating the wrong guys over and over and over and over um And now the guy I'm dating, who is actually how I know Gaia, you know, he's totally different from all the guys I've dated. And I think, I, yeah. I you know, it's not something that I would have seen five years ago, mm-hmm. um, but he's amazing, you know, and yeah. I think it's cool to recognize that, like, it, it doesn't always have to fit the package you expect it to. And, right. you know, those are the best gifts. Yeah, totally. Although, I feel like he does have really nice teeth. He so does. He has amazing teeth. Nervous, but <laughs> I know. So. He definitely does. Awesome. Good genetics, that one. Totally. Well, thank you for <laughs> answering some of my questions sure. about um, your work and your profession. It's sounds amazing. I need to check in with you about that after the show. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess now let's go into some listener questions. Um Okay, this is always a tricky part, so I have to start narrowing down, because I feel like I always um, have so many questions. Okay. Um, oh, well, selfishly, I'm going to start with one of my questions to you. <laughs> um, but I'm just curious about, because a lot of the times people text in or call in about um, just different date ideas mm-hmm. for like what to do in L.A., and yeah. I feel like that question is impossible to answer because I don't know the, pr- I mean, unless they specifically tell me, you know, I'm, uh, you know, female and I've been dating this guy for two months and I live in this neighborhood and I make this amount of money, you know, mm-hmm. it's so impossible to kind of sure. give anyone advice other than just like dinner or drinks or do something that you like. So I was just curious if you have sort of any, um, criteria, like not criteria, but any tips on how to sort of match people in accordance to their interests and then give them advice on sort of date ideas? Or do you just kind of stick with the model of, like, it's great to get to know people over meals and drinks in the beginning? Yeah. Do you, like, do you have any advice for that? I mean, we don't recommend dinner for first dates. Yeah, I guess uh, Like, if you've been on some bad dinner first you dates, you realize yeah. that pretty fast. <laughs> totally. um, but, yeah, I mean, I think, like, I think the criteria that I always have are, you know, I think a drink is, like, the first the best first date but yeah. also there's people who don't drink so like you you want it to be right. so if you do coffee just make sure it could be like a romantic ambiance type of coffee nice shop setting. yeah if you go to like a coffee bean you're never gonna fall in love it's like yeah we just didn't have any chemistry I'm like you didn't have any chemistry because we're at the coffee, coffee bean, bean. <laughs> you know and like every time it's like there's no opportunity for romance so i think just yeah. like setting the stage right making sure it's somewhere that's you know you can hear what they're saying and right I think it's cool to have like two or three go-to date places. Like when I lived in I lived in New York for a long time, and there was like this mini golf on a pier in Tribeca that no one knew about. Uh, I must have taken two to three dates a week to this mini golf. And Some people have mixed feelings about that, where they think that, like, taking people to the same spot again and again is bad. I think it's great. It was great because like I could, like, school them on the course because yeah. I was yeah. really good at it. Um, yeah. No, but, like, yeah, I think it's okay. Like, if you have found something that works for you and you feel totally. comfortable, go for it. Like, yeah. I think you just need to think about, like, making the other person comfortable, too. Yeah. Totally. And one of the biggest mistakes I see in L.A. is, like, people live in different neighborhoods. And, like, women yeah. hate it when you don't plan something that's convenient for them. Right. Like. Because women have to, you know, figure out what they're going to wear, and I'm going to go to the gym after work, and, like, just kind of setting up the, you know, convenience factor. Um, So, yeah, I think making it convenient for the woman on the first date is, like, a like easy win. Um, And then, yeah, we have a list of, like, good first date spots by neighborhood and things like that. Um, Interestingly, actually, the company that my boyfriend works for overnight, they've Mm -hmm. been doing kind of these, like, blog city guides and they do kind of like romantic date ideas for Santa Monica romantic date ideas for you know downtown whatever like was it called overnight overnight the blog is called the daily duffel.com but I you know I'm like hyping it but I actually go to it all the time and have been sending people there like hey here's like they do like here's like a cool romantic day in Venice yeah and so it's kind of cut and paste yeah um just like fun adventures and things like that awesome yeah yeah, I think that's I think keeping it simple though too like you say is probably best and then I guess the sort of like seed of my question there was you know how do you kind of help determine what 
where people are going to maybe enjoy. But once you go out and have a drink or have a coffee and then like the person enough to keep mm-hmm. going out with them, then it's going to happen naturally that like maybe you both like hiking and then yeah. you like go hiking. So it doesn't, it's like not as I, much. I like the hiking yeah. date. Actually, our matchmakers are conflicted on the, on the hiking date. Yeah. I don't know about that for a first date. Yeah, yeah not for like a first like date. Yeah, it's yeah. sweaty. And also you're like, do I wear makeup? Do I not? And like, what if this guy's a serial killer? <laughs> yeah. Um, you're in the woods. Yeah, yeah. I think for like a third date, though, it's great because the yeah. only thing you can do is talk to each other. Right. You know, you're not even drinking. It's yeah. It's a cool thing. Phone. Yeah. yeah. I also totally. like dates like bowling. Like I, yeah. I think Activity it's it's date. goofy things totally. where like. You know, you can make fun of yourself. Yeah. Um, totally. I like activity dates. But yeah. And then otherwise, like, you're doing something fun, so you're going to have a fun time. Yeah. With, like, I'm going to have a fun time pulling by myself, <laughs> even if the person sucks. Totally. So, That's uh, a good, yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, I think, like, having a couple of go-to spots is okay. Yeah. Um, and then you can get creative. Yeah. Great answer. Um, let's see. This is... Actually, I got a similar question... Um, from both a man and a woman, but uh, slightly different. Um, this is from an anonymous male. He just says, help, any tips for creating a good or great online dating profile? I don't have a lot of success meeting women online, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I have a lot of tips. tips. I'm sure you do. So there's a couple ways to approach this. So I'm actually doing a webinar on Match Ooh. on, I think it's on June 8th, um, but we're doing like photo profile tips. It's like so an hour-long webinar. So uh, it's like, I don't know, it's like $10 or something. It's like so worth it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think photos are the most important part and what people neglect. Mm-hmm. So having photos that clearly show oh, who you are. That. That's crazy. They, like, no, have, I know. I know. Yeah. It's like, like they have insane. the five that they've been using for five years. Right. I think not having up-to-date photos is like a huge mistake because yeah. they're going to find out what that person looks like. like yeah. You know, you want to set the stage for honesty. Yeah. Um, all those things. Like, I think being honest is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think, you know, I'll do an exercise with people for a profile. Um, I say, like, what are five words to get you to describe, like, to describe yourself? Right. And a person will say, I'm funny. Uh, I'm interesting. And then I say, okay, throw those five words out. Yeah. I write five new words because the first five are usually super boring. Yeah. Um, and people aren't creative. It's really hard to do. Yeah. That, so then the second yeah. five are like, okay, I'm artistic. You know, right. so those are the things that you want to convey. Or kind of like, what are the things that set you apart? Because like yeah. 80% of dating profiles are exactly the same. Like yeah. everybody's hobbies are hiking Going and farmers markets. Yeah. And I'm like, farmers markets are not a hobby that is yeah. grocery shopping. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so like being creative, setting yourself apart, I think is, yeah. is really important. Yeah, long walks on the beach. Like yeah. you just see the same things over and over. You see the Puppies, picture. the Beatles, the guy with the tiger. Yeah. You know, oh, it's God, like, yeah. you know, you want to have, you want your personality to shine, to shine through, but you also just want mm-hmm. it to be like, you know, you want to be leave a little mystery. I think asking questions in dating profiles mm. is something that isn't done enough. Funny facts, like mine says, like asking questions, like to potential. What do you mean, like? Um, like I, I had one that said something like, uh, you know, like, um, or like things that prompt messages, right? Mm, so like, um, what's your favorite book about? you know, jungles or whatever. Yeah, I know. Like yeah, things, yeah, like, totally. things okay. are just kind of like provocative and like make right. you respond. That so I had sense. one that said like, message me if you want to play me in air hockey. Oh, and like cute. every yeah. guy messaged me over that. Cause they're like, totally. it's a challenge and it's, right, you right. know, fun and sporty. And then they would like a doable challenge. Yeah. Or yeah, I, yeah. I had one that said like, there's no good Vietnamese banh mi sandwiches on the West side. Like oh, tell me. That is like, that's like you, a perfect challenge. Yeah. You know that you can, yeah. And it also set up, set up states, you know? So like yeah. the guys would be like, let me take you to the spot you know right. so I mean things like that I think just like women tend to be very like when people say in their profile like I don't want this I don't I know, want that's that that's what I was going to say is Ugh, don't never do that so that's the next question which is basically um it just says single female so I'm not sure like all of her stats but um but she just says anything I shouldn't put in my online dating profile turn offs question mark I feel like that's the worst thing don't you can be do like to say. I don't want this. I don't want this. I yeah. don't want this. Like, that's cool. Step back. Like, we, yeah. we all have things we don't want, but it yeah. just makes you come across as, like, so 
negative and yeah. like just not nice. So. And it's fine to have all those things, yeah. but that's not what you want to lead with. You know, it's like we all have our preferences. Yeah. You know? And I think women put it because like they get messaged by so many guys who don't fit their criteria. Yeah. You know, who are older. It's like only message me if you're this age. Only message me if you right. have this type of job. And like you're going to get messaged. It's not yeah. an easy process. Uh, you know, work totally. with role if you if you don't want to deal with it. But yeah. you know, it's like one of those things where you just end up coming across so horribly that it's just you're not going to win that. Yeah, totally. Um, sorry if I'm looking down. I'm just seeing um, we got some new texts in here, so I'm just. Uh, it's cool. cool. I like how loud this is. No, I wish that there was like a way that there could be like a board that it would just. I didn't because I always feel bad. I'm not like making eye contact when I'm looking no, at all our cool. questions here. But um, okay. Uh, well. Okay, this is like a long question that we just got, but I like to answer the freshest ones. Um, but I think we answered that one. I think, yeah. But, but yeah, okay, wait. Any other tips to like what not for this woman to what not to put into her profile? Um, you know, I, I also say, like, don't be too provocative. Like, I mm. think women sometimes will be flirty or like put a low-cut photo or yeah. say like, you know, do you want to be playful with me or something? And then they get all these, like, very sexualized responses, and then they yeah. get really weirded out. Right. I think it's just knowing what you put out there is a reflection of, like, what you're going to get back. Yeah. Um, it's good advice. Which people realize, like, in how they dress in the real world and how they act and the things they say, but I think yeah. in the online space, people don't necessarily have a feel for how they come across. Right. So having your friends review your profile is, like, kind of oh, a yeah. scary thing, but I no, always... No, I think that's the best way to yeah. do it. Especially I, to, like, pick the photo. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah. to pick photos. Oh, for sure. So um, yeah. yeah, I actually... There's a, a site that I work with called Swipe Experts. It's, like, yeah. swipeexperts.com. But they basically have women who go through your photos and, like, that's pick nice. the best ones for you. Yeah. And I love that. Because totally. it's like, you just need an opinion from the type of person that you're looking to find. Yeah. Um, I thought that was, like, a genius idea. Yeah, that's genius. I've done that with my closest sort of guy friends and helped them, but I don't know if some of the other ones... Yeah. Are but who are afraid? Yeah, people, like, are so intimidated. I don't know. I know a lot stigma. of guy friends who are still... Yeah, there's still a stigma about being on there, and so I yeah. don't think they would want me to even, like open their profiles you know no, it's so. so good it's just like you know it's like you know getting getting a review so. yeah no but it's helpful because also the other thing is i have found that um you know it's it's impossible to have an objective view of you know yourself mm-hmm. in the world because you know we're yeah ourselves, so we're not outside of ourselves but in terms of finding um you know photographs for example that really speak to who you are or like your personality mm-hmm. or are what you really look like versus maybe what you not even like <laughs> yeah. in terms of like prettier or ugly but just yeah. like that angle doesn't even look like you, you know just like sure. having ones that are really truly like mm-hmm. that, that looks like you it looks like you when you're doing this like walking in the park or like whatever it is in your yeah. life, you know so I think that's really helpful to have your friends kind of like come in or outside experts. yeah that's not and like also just idea. don't hide don't hide things like yeah we'll get a lot of guys were bald, just have pictures of themselves mm-hmm. in baseball caps, for instance. Right. I'm like, oh, I'm being bald. Like, she's going to know you're bald when you go on a date. And, totally. you know, men who are bald are sexy. And, like, they have more testosterone. Like, there's so <laughs> many women who love bald men. So, totally. you know, it's like you want to be attracting the person who's actually attracted to you. Yeah, exactly. Um, totally. So, yeah. So, be honest. Be yeah. honest, yeah. Totally. Don't lie about your age. Women Don't and men. Like, both men and women lie about their age because they're like, well, you know, like, people filter out. I still just don't understand that. It's I mean, funny, though. Like, I, you know, my boyfriend, I used to tease him. I was like, I wasn't in your filters for age range. Like, <gasps> you never would have found me. Oh, my God, really? For sure. And, wow. you know, had we not met in person. And so yeah. it's just, which is really typical. Like, people are like, I think I'm at this age. And, you know, I don't have kids. So I don't want someone who's, you know, too old. And, like, they have all these weird rationalizations. Yeah. Um, so I think not worrying about this. Stuff. Like, just go. <laughs> I know. It makes you too. And I'm 31, so yeah, I'm I am. <laughs> I am outside of a lot of people's age ranges. That's so crazy. That's um, yeah. But that's that's kind of ridiculous because, like, I don't know. I have a lot of 32 year old friends who are really immature. And <laughs> yeah. So no, totally. It's just a number. Yeah. Exactly. Um, okay. Let's answer this question because this one is complicated. I've been telling people that. Um, text in or call in with um, more sort of like story questions because a lot of times I feel like I don't understand the backstory. Mm-hmm. So this one is, um, is interesting. Okay. Um, this one says, I'm a bisexual female in my late 20s. I've dated mostly men and the occasional woman. I'm coming to realize that the people I choose to date are often terribly suited for me. 
<laughs> I usually wind up dating people who are either unavailable, not not nice, have personal issues that they are unwilling to acknowledge and work on, etc. Each time I go into a new relationship, it feels different from the last one, but a lot of the same issues keep coming up. I know a lot of my experiences are a result of my making poor choices on who to date, yet I'm unsure of how to break the cycle. Mm-hmm. We hear that a That's lot. That's a question. That's a great, that is a great I question. I have no idea what to say. I feel you on that one, for sure. I mean, it's so hard, though. When, I mean, I've had that experience yeah. myself, as well as, like, this tons of friends around. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think yeah. people naturally fall into patterns. Yeah. Um, I would say stop being hard on yourself for that yeah. kind of thing. Like, step number one is, like, you know, you're like, I always date the wrong people. I always date the wrong guys or girls. And that's okay. Like, yeah. those are all learning experiences. And sometimes the most learning, like, the ones that you are the most hurt by are actually the greatest learning experience. For sure. You know, so. And it doesn't mean you have to go the polar opposite. You know, sometimes, mm. you know, people say, like, I, you know, I date someone who had an alcohol problem, so now I want to date people who don't drink at all. And, you know, extreme though, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's kind of polar opposites, and, and that could be a learning experience, too. I personally think it's awesome to date a lot of different types of people. Yeah. Um, I think even if you're, if you're saying, okay, I actively date these people, like, what is the opposite of that? And then maybe date mm. casually a few of those people. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing is, like, be careful who you get into relationships with. Yeah. A lot of us. Yeah, maybe part of it is, like, it's a too quickly Because I think that's the other thing sometimes that you can, uh, you know, protect yourself in a healthy way yeah. and still be vulnerable, which is just kind of go slowly. And then if there are warning signs that come up, then yeah. get rid of them and don't ignore them. Yeah. You know, what is it? Don't, like, paint the red flags green. Yeah. And, and then just go slow. And yeah. a lot of people fall, fall victim to this idea of, like, I want to change people. Or if they yeah. love me, they'll stop being distracted over if they love me they'll yeah. stop they'll be nice to me eventually or right. you know I, I or even if like like for her like you know I mean I, this would be putting words in her mouth but if she's in another relationship that she feels like isn't working I've encountered women who think that they can sort of adjust themselves mm-hmm. to kind of get used to things that they don't like and maybe they can like look at it a different way but I don't think that's healthy yeah. either you know yeah I, I think I mean to I a certain extent you have to be understanding of everyone but sometimes like my best advice for people who you know are stressed about their love lives is stop focusing on your love life so much yeah um it's an important thing to prioritize but and mm. especially depending on like how old you are and like do you want to you know have a family at some point things like that like yeah. prioritize your love life in the big picture but Mm-hmm. Don't make it the focus of your life. Right. Some of the mo- the biggest success stories I've seen are people who, you know, were in bad relationship after bad relationship, and then they threw themselves into a passion. They threw themselves right. into, you know, like their work or more more often like a hobby. Like, yeah. you know, I'm gonna go take up Something archery. They really enjoy. And like yeah. they get really into archery, and they go to the national championships for archery, <laughs> and then they totally. like meet their significant other doing archery. You know. Yeah. So I think totally. like the best place to meet the people who are good people are mm. around and you know the activities that you like doing. And yeah. Um. So I'd say just like focus on things other than dating for a little bit, and the rest will fall into place. Yeah. Totally. And that's actually we have another question that is sort of. Along those lines, um, I'm just going to surmise because it's a little bit... <laughs> See, I've asked for everyone to give really detailed explanations of their situations, and now um, they're too long for the rest of the few minutes that we have in the show. But basically, um, this woman says that she just um, broke up with her boyfriend that she was with for about six months and is feeling frustrated that all of her friends around her seem to be happily transitioning into the next phase of their married lives. Um and, and she's actually saying just that, that a lot of, you know, the input that she gets from people and that she kind of knows that she's supposed to just focus on herself and work on herself, but she's feeling like, yeah, it's she's not, like she annoying to hear that, that too. She's just kind of like frustrated. So yeah. But yeah, she's just like, girl, ideas for meeting new people, shifting gears, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, activities, yeah. activities. Like, yeah. um, you know, that seems stupid. It's like, focus on yourself. Like, I don't mean, like, go to yoga and meditate, yeah. you know, like, that's important, too, but right. put yourselves actively in situations where you meet new people. Most people right. don't do that, or be open, you know, the whole talk to people in whole food situation, yeah. like, that's fine, too. I think just kind of, like, keeping your head up and being aware and being, mm-hmm. like, keeping a smile on your face. Right. Like, like, don't smile if you're, if you're not happy, but, like, yeah. you know, just projecting openness, I think, is, is something that people don't actively do, especially in, like, big cities like New York and L.A. We kind of yeah. all want to have that edge. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, I think just finding different like new passions, like yeah, things like going to church work really well. Not for me, but you know, like yeah, joining communities. Yeah, um, maybe it's the kickball team. Like totally, could be whatever you want to do on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally. I don't think that the comment, and because I've also been a little bit. Um, I don't know, perturbed when people say that, you know, just work on yourself and like, mm-hmm. just go, you know, because it sounds kind of condescending because you're in this yes. place and yep. you're kind of like, all right, but nothing is working and all my friends mm-hmm. are whatever, 19 year old boys. And like, I just don't know anyone that I could, talk yeah. to. you know, you feel stuck. Um, so it can feel a little condescending, but I like your approach of thinking about it. Like just do things that you like versus sometimes when I feel, when I hear just work on yourself, to me, I don't, it's like, what, you want me to just journal in my apartment mm-hmm. all day long or something? Yeah. Like, uncover my, like, the yeah. root of my problems? It's yeah. like, I don't, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I think, so. yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I think but being social, like, it's fun. Yeah. Being social, like, it's, totally. it can be exhausting, like, going out a few nights a week, but, like, instead of staying at home and watching Netflix on Friday, just make an effort to go out and do yeah. something, like. Which can be hard, but really, yeah. I feel like it's an investment. You have to, like, I remember moving to L.A., and then I moved here with um, someone I previously dated, and we were together for a really long time, and so we kind of had our friends and mm-hmm. had our little lives, um, and then we split up, and I just didn't know anyone, mm-hmm. and I really felt completely alienated from the city. I just was unsure of what to do at mm-hmm. all. I just was, you know, yeah. working and had no time really to socialize, but I really had to make an effort to because I felt like if I didn't, then I wouldn't know anyone yeah. you know so I really had to push myself to kind of like go out even if I was like tired yeah. after work or whatever but it paid off and now I feel like I have a wonderful you know yeah. array of friends and definitely you know, so it takes the time to kind of like connect. push yourself to connect and like yeah. be part of different communities but it really yeah I think it pays off in the yeah way. I yeah. think that's the biggest thing and then when you're part of a community you just naturally get set up by the people in that community yeah, and say exactly. oh I know this I know this really good person and just like and also like I think when you set other people off, it comes back to you, you know? Yeah. Totally. Um, just kind of, like, thinking about that. Plus, it's really fun to set people off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, okay, but I think we have time for a couple more questions. I mean, we're tech. Do you have a couple more minutes? Yeah. Like, almost the end, but sure. um, the next show isn't here yet. So, um, okay, this is a funny question, uh, and it's, it's relatively short. Um, thoughts on getting a pet as a single man. Um, cat lady is a common stereotype, but I'm considering getting a dog and wonder how it might affect my social dating life. My social I love life. this question. And then he says, there are lots of babes with dogs. Good way to meet them, perhaps. Totally good way to meet. Okay. So with a dog. I'm, I'm obsessed <laughs> with this question. It's um, a funny question because I don't think that it's yeah. kind of like something that's like sensitive. I've never it's heard it before, but I think yeah. it's so spot on. Um, I wonder how old he is. He seems like he can't be just like your average, like 20 so I think, something you're all boy. and this yeah. is just, I've heard, I, I've heard from several women that guys with cats can be polarizing, like either they're like, oh, they're really? like that's kind of weird. Huh. I love guys with cats, so I'm definitely I animals in general. I, I, totally, I, yeah. I think guys with animals show, like, they're responsible, they can take care of things, um, you know, they'll be a good father, like, that's what women read into guys totally. with pets. And then also, like, <laughs> guys, dogs are a great way to meet people, you go to the dog park, you talk to the yeah. girl with the dog, you talk to the guy with the dog, you know, so so yeah. it just becomes this very like social part of your life. The one thing I would say is yeah. the dog you get, like people will judge you on the dog you oh, get. Totally. Yeah. So, dog obedience, you guys. Yeah, yeah. Like I've been in so many matchmaker meetings where the guys are like, don't set me up with a girl with like a little yappy dog. You know, like guys yeah. judge girls with little dogs and yeah. uh, girls judge guys as well. Like I actually have previously dated a guy who had this like little um cockapoo and i just <laughs> the, the dog was so sweet but i just yeah. like couldn't mentally get over the fact oh. that he had a co- i'm so sorry i hope he's not like <laughs> yeah. um but you know it was like i just like i wanted to be like a manly dog yeah. it was like protecting the house totally. or something. Yeah. um and the dog was so sweet you know it wasn't yeah. the dog's fault so i think like your dog will be <laughs> a representation of your personality yeah so just be aware of that when deciding what to get yeah so. totally but i think that he should get a dog I think yeah. it's only a positive thing I mean I just got a dog recently also which is the other reason I wanted to answer this question because I and yeah. new found huge dog lover yeah. I don't think that like, like it, it does like challenge your social life sometimes like if you have so. to like a dog is not like you have to go home and walk the dog right or whatever but I think like but I don't feel like if there's something fun happening but instead of doing that I'm gonna be like oh I'm just gonna stay home and pet Teddy all night like that's <laughs> <how>. <laughs> yeah exactly 
exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think just like don't let it get in your way in the way yeah. of your love life. But yeah, so I mean funny. you're gonna have to take care of it. And, yeah, and you can't not take care of your dog. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, you like, do women will not like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I stick at a dog. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Um, Oh, man. Uh, Okay, I'll ask you. Let's do do one more question. Do you want to do a question about long-distance relationships or... Sure. That one? Okay. Um, I'm a female in a long-distance relationship. I've been with my boyfriend for a couple of years now, and we're in a committed, monogamous relationship. It's been difficult lately since we rarely get the chance to see each other. Um, our long distance situation is hopefully temporary and we both seem to want the same things Uh, so on one hand I'm hopeful it could all work out in the end but on the other hand having distance from the relationship has allowed me time to reflect on our relationship as a whole and now I'm questioning some of the larger components another concern is that I have uh, is that a long distance relationship is like the promise of a future relationship Mm -hmm. and I don't feel like I'm living in the moment thoughts question mark thanks uh, uh, so it sounds like two things yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of distance relationships are tough because it's like the promise of a future relationship yeah it is the promise of a future like I feel like you know there'll be people who say I've been dating somebody for three years but you know you don't know that person as well as if you've been dating them for three years living together yeah uh, or you know near each other um, so I'm, I'm always a little kind of like I don't know how to approach it. It's like, you don't know what that person's like uh, after work when they come home, after, Mm -hmm. you know, three weeks of, like, a stressful time at work. Like, there's just, like, all these little things where you don't know people's personalities in an intimate way as much. And not to say that it's not valuable. It's not to say your relationship's not real or your love isn't real. Like, that totally is true. Um, But, yeah, I just... I'm not a fan of long-distance relationships. Yeah. I've been in long-distance relationships. Um, and yeah. And for me, you know, when you say things like there's an opportunity to live in the same place, like, mm-hmm. to me, that's a conversation that needs to be had. It's like, yeah. I've given you X years of my life. Like, is this going somewhere? Like, you mm-hmm. have the right to ask those questions yeah. and to get a real answer. Mm-hmm. And if it's like, yes, no, maybe, um, you know, like, that's something you need to make. I think you need to, like, not be afraid to try something else. Yeah. Um, it's interesting thinking about, like, you know, like, if she feels satisfied in the relationship, but also feels like she's not living in the moment. I don't know. That's an interesting kind of take on it, too, because mm-hmm. I feel like if you communicate, and even if you feel like you are in the same place and you want the same things, and say you have the conversation about, you know, being in the same city eventually, and you're both on the same page... I feel like there is still that part, if this was me, that would feel kind of like I'm missing out of having a person right in my same city all the time that I get to see and spend time with. Yeah. You know? I think there's like, like, there's a couple of gut checks that I like to use with people. What is, you know, how will you feel if you break up with this person? And if there's any sense Mm. of relief, I Uh, think that that's something to really be cognizant of is if you you know when you break up with someone and you're like oh I feel relieved like you know how that feels and you're like that wasn't the right thing to be in so just kind of figure out like see how you might feel if that would happen if that if that's an emotion at all like listen to that Um, and it's a hard question to ask yourself because you don't want to kind of go there but I think it's yeah be honest and then the other thing is like this idea of regret Um, like you'll hear a lot of people who get divorced um, and say uh, you know I I wish I had dated more when I was in my 20s or I wish I had you know, done X, Y, Z, and I think if you have any sense of that, like, you know, (laughs) you already settled down, like, I'm a huge proponent of waiting until you're older to get married, to date a lot of people, get it out of your system, like, see the different options that you have, and there's also people who get young and, like, you know, marry their high school sweetheart and are happy too, and there's nothing wrong with that, but, like, I know people that do that, and so, even with the the one person, just just the one, like, yeah, I just feel like dating for the last 15 years <laughs> has like given me so much and you know watching people yeah. date as a matchmaker really kind of amplifies it but yeah. um, you know you, you get so much learning and knowledge from the types of people and the ways you should be treated and like yeah. this person's really kind to me and this person's super thoughtful and this person provides for me in this way and yeah. you know what is the composite of all of those things that I want so totally. yeah I don't know long distance is so tough because like you, yeah. are, you are giving something up to be a part of something that does doesn't necessarily have an end. Right. Um, so I, I'm always super wary of long-distance relationships. Yeah. 
I think that's good. I like the, the gut checks, too, because it's hard. I mean, even with this amount of details, it's difficult to, I mean, these are opinions, people. This is yeah. not, like, complete advice. You know, I can never know what There's um, no this right person's really experiencing. But I think those are good sort of checks to yeah. ask yourself, totally. It's hard to break up with somebody. It's like fight, it's like inertia. You know, you're uh, fighting against something that no. has trajectory. Right. And that's a hard thing to break because yeah. it's so much easier just to go with the flow and stay with somebody. It's always totally. easier. Yeah. Um, change and confrontation is hard. It's hard. Um, yeah. But it can be a really good thing. Totally. Awesome. Well, with that, I think we have to leave it because um, we're out of time. So thank you so much for coming on. That was thank so much you for fun. having me. This is so oh, cool. I'm like still like, yay, professional. It's <laughs> 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 just legitimate with the show now. It's like really real. So yes. Well, thank you again for coming on. Um, if anyone wants to call in or text in their questions for next show, I'll give out the number again. It's 213-54-L-O-V-E-0. Um, you can listen to past archives of the show or this archive um, once it's up in a couple of days at soulfriendradio.tumblr.com or you can go to kchunradio.org, click on archive, search for Soulfriend, and all the episodes are there. Also have a Facebook page. Yeah. OMG. Also started an Instagram account, which I haven't really started posting to yet, so I haven't posted it it's uh, hard anywhere to yet. On Instagram. It's a lot of things. So much yeah. work also for all I the have things. like four Instagram accounts, so it's like one of my many. Um, but yeah, there's Soul Friend Radio Instagram, so you can get at us lots of different ways. So cool. thank you for listening, and thank you again for coming on. Of so course. I will play a song and fade us out here, and tune in in two weeks on Wednesday. Okay. Goodbye. I think you're good, press the wheel. 